Hello and welcome back to the Heart to Heart podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Quevedo, and today I have with me Cody Copley, one of my fellow freshmen and good friends to discuss transitioning to a new school in quarantine and distance learning. So make sure you give it a listen all the way through. Cody, thanks for coming on the podcast, man. No problem. Great to be here. Yeah, so really quick, just before we start, um, can you give us a little background about just, I know primarily you're just on because, you know, we're freshmen. I just want to talk about our experience. Um just give us a little bit of background of what you're involved in at heart for the moment. Yeah, so right now I'm not involved in any clubs, but I am an ASB. So we've mm-hmm. been doing a lot to try to get the um, student body involved with pride and school pride over distance learning, which can be hard. But I think we're doing mm-hmm. a pretty good job so far. Yeah, how's that been, you know, virtually? Yeah, so one of the hardest parts is that we're trying to get like spirit days out. Yeah. But the hard part is making sure everyone gets involved. We don't want to do it over Zoom so that people don't get distracted. But then mm-hmm. also some kids like suggest stuff over social media. But the mm-hmm. bad part about that is that not everyone has access to social media and not everyone is, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, not I know. I, yeah, I, I've, I, it was fun watching ASB last year kind of struggle to adjust to, um, you know, those virtual spirit weeks. And I think, I think there's some, some cool stuff you guys can do. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'm excited too. Yeah. All right. So, um, obviously this is going to be a little bit more of a, of a laid back podcast, you know, where there's a little bit less of a question structure and it's more just us talking about, um, how these past couple of weeks have been. So uh, what's your been experience so far just, um, with transitioning, you know, to a, to an entirely new school, um, in quarantine, have you been able to adjust? So I like the structure this year. I like how this year it's much more a fitted schedule and mm-hmm. last year was more just open, just do your work by the end of the week. And I yeah. liked that at the time. But then also it was very like I had no motivation to get up early and to do the work yeah. then. And I procrastinated a lot. But mm-hmm. this year, excuse me, with the Zoom and the scheduling, I think it's a lot easier to get your work done, especially if you get done early. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like this year's format better, but that's just a personal preference. Yeah, I'm that that format that we that we had at last year wasn't really sustainable I felt like I I felt like going into this year I'm like if we're doing this again I'm not gonna learn anything like yeah I can't I can't like reasonably wait be waking up at like noon and also you know fully apply myself in school and stuff so I'm 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 like the way that they've structured things definitely and um and also sorry to cut you off but the uh, um also, the communication is a lot easier because when it's over Zoom, you can just unmute yeah. your mic or type in the chat to ask your teacher a question as you're doing the work. Unlike yeah. when you had the email, wait a couple hours for a reply and then get back to it last year because we didn't have that easy communication with our teachers and peers. Yeah, I, I think definitely on the interaction level, like the, none of my classes last year had any like required you have to be there Zoom calls. Um, mm-hmm. and that was fine for, you know, what we were doing, but now I like, we, there's definitely a lot more clarity in how we're doing our work. And, um, you know, we, even just seeing people's faces, even if you're not really yeah. talking to them. Yeah. Uh, that's another thing. How have you, um, you know, still been able to interact with friends and stuff, even though we, we're not, you know, spending the whole day like physically together. Yeah. So something that I liked that one of my teachers has been doing is, um, on the, on Wednesday, like the shorter days, 
she's been doing a smaller lesson and then she mm-hmm. put us into breakout rooms my math teacher and mm-hmm. she was like just talk she's like you have five minutes to get to meet new kids talk about your interests she's like because especially coming into a new school it's hard for people to um make friends and yeah like stuff like that in general but now that mm-hmm. we're online it's even harder so she's like i'm trying to get kids to meet new people make new friends and so I think that was a good way of doing it. And I did end up making some new friends and we talked That's about fantastic. interests that we had. So yeah, mm-hmm. it worked out well. It can be really awkward when they just th- kind of throw you in a breakout room and be like, Hey, do this like three yeah. questions and then come back. But I, I do like having that, um, at least a little bit of that interaction, you know, cause obviously we're, we're starting a whole new school. There's people, even at Placerita, there were people who I had never even met before that I saw like, yeah. once. and our school is just so big. And obviously now even like, we're interacting with sophomores a lot more for a lot of our classes um, and things like that. And just getting to know people has been difficult, I think um, over the zoom format, but I, at least there's a little bit of an avenue for that kind of thing. Yeah. And the breakout rooms can be awkward at times. I'm not saying that it like works perfectly every time, but like if you just, yeah, it takes like one person to start the, um, to start the conversation and then it's a lot more fluid and stuff like that. Yeah, that, that's, that's been the one thing I've kind of experienced. Like the first couple of days, we'd all just kind of sit there and like not know what to <laughs> yeah. do. And like, hey, yeah. I, I, I vaguely know you from somewhere. Where, I, do you go to Placerita? And, you know, kind of just break that ice. So then getting to know people is a little bit easier. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, we've, we've especially, you know, for being in this as long as we've had, we've, we talk a lot about, you know, the negative aspects of quarantine. For what's sure. What's been something specifically that's been positive for you that's come out of this whole ordeal? So for me, something that was really positive, which I feel like it was a very common thing, is my family got a new puppy over quarantine. Oh, yeah. I feel like I saw a lot of people getting them. And I think it was a great time to do it and a great um, thing to help you pass the time because Mm -hmm. it was so good for the puppy because we were here at all times. We weren't Mm -hmm. like we didn't have to worry about me and my sister being at school, my parents being at work and coming home and the house would be, you know what I mean, in shreds. So exactly. being here with the puppy, it was really good. And it helped us get through the hardest parts of quarantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, my, my family just adopted a puppy like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and that was basically the same reason. It's like, well, yeah. usually, you know, we'd all be, at, you know, four different corners of the earth. But we're home. And yeah, um, yeah just those, those kind of opportunities have been really exciting. Um, you know, being able to connect with people that I haven't really been um, – that I hadn't really been talking to just because, um, you know, I had, I had made some friends in, you know, seventh grade and they, obviously they go to heart and you, you don't really interact a whole lot, but being able to reconnect with yeah. those people, because now you're on the same footing as everybody else, because we're all, we're all talking mm-hmm. to each other online anyway. Um, yeah. I think that's been really good. Um, yeah, for sure. Once this all, I, I've been trying to, you know, kind of keep a, a positive outlook on all of this. So sure. w- once we, um, once we get out of this, once we at least start, to you know things start happening again what is something that you're looking forward to specifically this year about high school um you know that once we get on that other side I think that it's gonna be um a difference like with the classes so like in um Placerita obviously there's like the seventh grade class and the eighth grade class but even when you're in the seventh grade class you like don't feel that much different than the eighth grade because it's only one grade and there's only two grades in that school so I feel like something interesting Mm -hmm. is going to be like 
walking around campus and seeing people that are four years older than me, I think that's going to be like a hard shift because the last time that happened was obviously in elementary school, which was a long mm-hmm. time ago because you have to think about it back to like third grade was the last time we saw someone that was that much older than us at our school. Yeah. So that, and especially um, for me, because I'm in ASB, there's seniors, juniors, sophomores, and freshmen. So it's like oh, a yeah. whole mix yeah. of everyone. So it's going to be cool getting to mm-hmm. know those people and making friends with people that are not just freshmen. Definitely. And I've, I've definitely found, a, a, even now, just a big shift in um, in just running the podcast. Because when I was doing this at Placerita, it was mainly... Um, it was mainly, you know, admin and teachers and stuff because yeah, that's who you can get to sit down for 20 minutes and have, you know, a reasonably, you know, effective discussion. It's not just a bunch of seventh and eighth graders that you're talking to. But here it's like, like these are basically adults at this point that I'm talking to. You know, um, we've got seniors who are full on running programs. Last week we had on um, Zoe Titus and the Sailboat Project and just mm-hmm. there's 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 a much wider and just more mature um, student body that we can that I can tap into and have conversations with. And even just in some, in my classes, just getting to know those people um, has been really good for me. Just, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Are you playing any sports? Uh, No, this year I'm just doing some, I'm just doing PE. I think PE only have to do, it's only required for two years, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to do it this year and the next year. And then hopefully I'm going to get some free periods in my last two years. Yeah. Uh, if if we had if we had been in person, would that would that have factored into your decision, or would you still have done PE? Or... That's a good question because I actually think that you're kind of right that if it was in person and like out of all of my friends, I was like the only one doing PE. I do mm-hmm. think that would make me like regret my decision a little bit and wish that yeah. I did some sort of sport at least. But right now in distance learning, I'm I believe that most um, sports are eighth period, right? Yeah. So me not doing a sport gives me an open eighth period. So I'm done at 1240 every day. Yeah, you week. got a full afternoon ahead of you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's super nice. Yeah. And that's that, that's been something for me that's been weird because um, I would have had an open anyway if we were doing it in person because I'm also taking a first period. Um, mm. But the the way they did the schedule, sports would usually be seventh period, right? But now it's eighth yeah. period. So mm. now I have like a double open in the middle of the day on um, every other day. And then I have like a big block of like, like a two-hour block in the afternoon where I go to school. Oh, got it, yeah. Um, Which is interesting, though, because, like, it kind of keeps me in that school mindset. So usually I'll, I'll be doing homework or, like, um, production work for, like, the podcast or um, promos and things like that. And it keeps me in that mindset. So I've definitely been really enjoying the way that the whole scheduling thing has worked out this year. I think we're both kind of in the same boat with, like, we both have a class that is primarily in-person stuff, me with ASB and you with Stagecraft. And it's like, it's very interesting to see how the teachers take that challenge on and decide how to make things work virtually. Yeah. And that's been that honestly, that's been probably the area of students that have been the most effective, right? Is the ones that, because obviously a lot of the things that you, you know, you hear like, go get involved, you know, do a club and things when you, when you're transitioning into, you know, junior high, then high school. Um, but a lot of those things really depend on being in person. And that's really the thing that's that's been a bummer for a lot of people is that they they, they can't do those things. So um, adapting has been really, yeah, as you said, it's been really interesting to see how each teacher yeah. finds their individual way to adapt to that. You know, it's that big, it's that, it's that thing you're talking about, like even that, that carries over, like 
the that big gap that you're missing when you don't have the practical element, when you don't have the ability to just, you know, walk walk up to the teacher's desk and, you know, hey, can you explain this or whatever? For sure. Um obviously all of our teachers have been super available, you know, through email and stuff, and that's been great. But it's not Yeah. It's not the same. Yeah, it's not, and it's not, we're doing our best. It's not like we're having this major fault that is, you know, caused by, you know, administrative error or whatever, but. um, Oh yeah, the teachers teachers have been doing a great job. It's just. It's been fantastic. Yeah, Yeah. the, especially for them, because it's like, a lot of people see it as, oh, this is like so hard for the students. But on top of that, the teachers have to like make the lesson plans, figure out how to go through all these hard challenges. So yeah, I've been really impressed with how well it's been going so far. Yeah, definitely. And um yeah, and this year's been really good because you know they had that sort of that trial run last year, you know, with that mm-hmm. last quarter that kind of got cut off. And now, you know, over the summer, I think the the administration especially has been has done a really good job of okay, this is what we did last year, here's how we can adapt, here's how this is going to oh, be yeah. better. We're going to make it more scheduled like a normal school day. So, um yeah, I think I think overall they've done a really great job. And something for going back to what we were talking about earlier, I was going to bring this up, but I just completely forgot that mm-hmm. when we were talking about like ASB and stuff that's in person and oh, it's yeah. been really tough because we want to plan things like as ASB, that's what you do. You know what I mean? Yeah. You plan events. Yeah. You So when we, it's like people are trying to plan events, but we just like, because of the CDC guidelines and stuff like mm-hmm. that, it's really hard to plan events because the seniors were bummed out about not having a senior sunrise and like stuff like yeah. that, that you look forward to that mm-hmm. just can't happen because of the guidelines and the virus. So it's been hard to adapt, but I think adapting is the biggest, is the biggest challenge. Once you yeah. adapt over, like I feel like this year they made it really easy to get into this habit and this mindset that this is what it is now. And this is the new regular for, yeah, at least the first five weeks, but I think, yeah, it's been hard, but they've done a really well, really good job. Yeah, definitely. And I think a big part of, you know, not being able to plan things specifically, cause like oh, yeah. that carries over from not just ASB, like, you know, every, everybody, oh, yeah, every sure. class and club has, you know, big things that they plan for every year. And it's like, we can't even plan like a month or two into the future because like, you know, know. there's the possibility that we go back in five weeks. Um, and you know, I'm not going to speculate on what, you know, decision the district makes, but there, there's a very real chance that we're in this until uh, much longer than that. And we, we really have no idea. So trying to, um, having, you know, just like staying positive about the future and being, and when yeah. you really don't know what the heck is going to happen, like tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, has been really, um, that's been a big, big thing mentally is just, you know, trying to make sure that you're, um, that your outlook is still the same, I guess. Um, yeah, I get what you're saying. Totally. Oh yeah, that's um, it's another thing. Um, the where I think the senior experience specifically. Um, oh, I, I feel yeah. so bad for the the class of 2020 that you know had to graduate. Um, the way they did last year, you know, just so abruptly. Oh, we're actually gonna have um, our, one of our current seniors on uh next week to talk about. Um, basically this, but, you know, from their point, point of view, because I oh, want to yeah. get, really you know, good. we have the freshman perspective and also the senior, because I would imagine for them, especially because their outlook, they don't know what their their freshman year of college is going to look like. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's a really interesting perspective, I think. Uh, yeah. yeah, and last year we got to see the um, 
like how hard it was for how you said the 2020 class like missing yeah. the, the second bit of the last part of the year and it's like compared to this year how will it be like yeah. will it, like if it travels that far into the end of the year the virtual learning will we get to see if it's the same like how mm-hmm. prom mm-hmm. there's no prom virtual graduations driving graduations yeah like stuff like that that we saw last year if that will adapt too because as you were saying like the learning portion of it adapted really Mm -hmm. well and that this new schedule works out a lot better so I'm curious to see if it does go that far what changes they'll make what they'll keep the same to try to make it a better experience for the people that miss stuff that they've been looking for yeah I think I think you hit on something really important there is like I think the the course of this conversation has been the learning aspect and the distance learning aspect has adapted really well I think we we can agree that the teachers and, and the admin and everything it's been fantastic. But the, the thing that you can't adapt to right now because, you know, we can't physically be in person is that, is that, um, you know, that practical element, you know, yeah, seeing friends, teachers, events, planning things. Yeah. I think that's our conclusion is that, um, distance learning has been as good as it can be. It's been, I've been really impressed with how they've run everything, but, um, yeah, the only thing that we're falling short in is something that we really don't have any control over, which is, you know, um, that interaction. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah, I think we can wrap it up here. Cody, thanks for being on the podcast, dude. It was a great time and I'd love to do it again sometime. So yeah. Yeah, really fun. of course. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the heart to heart podcast. Uh, make sure you go follow us on Instagram at heart to heart podcast, as well as on Spotify, Apple podcasts, and wherever podcasts are available. And as always remember, this conversation has been from the heart. Have a good week. You guys. See ya. City, the beats are big and